there, there was one interesting thing uh, at the antique swap meet was there was old racist memorabilia. Of course. <laughs> you have to have this. If you're going to have an authentic antique swap meet, you need racist memorabilia. There was a, Jemimas, yeah, there, Zambo figurines. There was that era where that was just prevalent, yes? Yes. Th- yes. There was some... There was the Gollywogs, which is, oh, no. which is English, English racism. That's, that's English. Okay. Yeah, my... my all right, my stepdad does have one or two things. <laughs> it is you, you've, seen, you've, seen, you've, seen, you've seen my house, yes. Yes. No, my you par- have black friends that come over <laughs> listen, and listen, see a okay, gollywog. Okay, listen. I Antique had to. confessionals. <laughs> Basically, my stepdad is, you know, he likes all those placards, things like that. You walk in, we have a huge bar right there that has a ton of them. Uh-huh. So it's pretty cool, right? You've, our house is pretty, not bad. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And so one of them is, one's a gollywog from way back in the day. And it's literally like... The afro and the face kind of meet together, so it's all just a circle. Of, oh. Yeah, it's bad. I can't and it, distinguish their hair and from it's, their face. And it's like <laughs> for some kind of jam. But the other one, <laughs> but the other one that was, it just reminds my stepdad of his childhood because yeah. those were around during so that he time. He was a slave owner. No, like, he was not. He was an English kid. He he lived in London, so I guess. Um, how does was, wait? How does racist American Southern memorabilia have to do with his childhood? It in wasn't. London? No, they had that stuff back there in England too. That one's from England. Like, we, that's not. But the we one, exported our racism to them? <laughs> Listen, the one that, <laughs> they didn't know what it was until they yeah. I got a crate of Aunt Jemima figurines. The one that, Wait a minute. I was just really into dissing Indians and chopping them up with machetes. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> Who are these Africans? <laughs> Any, anyway, the one I had to take down and, like you said, hide from my friends was the one that was... Uncle Remus, and it was oh on, sure, and it was like an old like Southern guy, and it was like Uncle Remus, and it it was for again a jam. I don't know why, but it's, it's called a, music. Okay, <laughs> but stop it, this but just under, because they're black. But underneath it said, "This show am good." Right, right. Oh, no. <laughs> like TIS show oh, am good. No. So yeah, I'm looking at that like okay, everything's good with the party. I'm looking at oh shit, Uncle Remus. Yeah, yeah. I just had to take that's, that shit down. So that stuff is that's scary. yeah, it wasn't it was not good. <laughs> my, my father's from West Virginia, and my dad, when I was a child, told me he's like, uh, I can't quite do the accent, but he's got this <laughs> Barney Fife kind of squirrely. Like, uh, you know... Oh, uh, what do you want to learn about uh, West Virginia? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> nice. My dad has that kind of accent. And so then he's like, you know, you know, you know Todd, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you something. It's like, as you get older, you, you realize there are great things from your past that people don't, you know, they don't appreciate anymore. You know, and uh, you'll never get to really enjoy Song of the South like I did as a boy. Wow. <laughs> goes, uh, That's for, that Disney thing or what? Yeah. Goes, yeah. For some reason, Disney won't re-release that film. And it's, <laughs> it's a real work of art. And But the mm. funny thing is, if you mm. go on Splat... Tar Baby, he don't say nothing. Yeah. Sad. Tar Baby. <laughs> yes, yes. Not racist at all. No, nope, not at all racist. Just, just a See, baby I've, made of I, tar. I don't know what you guys are referencing. I've seen it like once or twice, I guess, when I was a kid, but not enough. That's because it's been hidden from our generation. <laughs> or the good part of you blocked it out of your memory. Yeah. Right. I don't know nothing about no tar, baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. What? <laughs> so this is from the movie? Yes. Wow. And, and so, but, but if you go on Splash Mountain mm-hmm. at, at Disneyland, it references Song of the South, all the zippity-doo-dah, all that. Yeah, no, yeah. no Uncle Remus to be found. Just a bunch of shucking and jiving yeah, all yeah. the way mm. through the ride. It's like they treated that song like it was a single and that the album never happened. Right, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, Lars calls me at the end, <laughs> and I said, well, "Zippity doo dah, zippity oh, I'm not coming to your show this wonderful Sunday." So then I went right through because well, it was an interesting reason. I was the first person to ever cancel for this reason. Really? Well, like it only comes around once a year. It, it does. It, yeah. It was well, my cat's birthday. Right. No. <laughs> L- 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 Lars is a <laughs> period is on a lun- it's not on his lunar cycle. It's That's on what a it solar was cycle. on the Mayan calendar. Yeah, actually, one one day a year, I gush blood out my asshole. <laughs> no, he's like he's like uh, you know, I Todd, I got to tell you, uh, my I got to do my taxes. <laughs> That's me. That's, That's so you. Me. That's what you sound like over a phone in I person. Def- That's, different. It's, it's, That's pretty good. Tom. It's actually pretty good. That's I'll pretty agree. good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh, oh, real quick, as I, as I was I was talking a little bit about uh, racism at the antique uh, swap meet. Real quick before we get into our topic, yes. and there was a um, a booth, and there was some uh, saucy, sassy African American ladies who were mining the booth, hmm. and I bought a uh, Casablanca photo from them because mm-hmm. I, I you know I, I love Casablanca. It's great a, movie, great movie, and they also had that a big placard that said, "Coloreds sit in the balcony." 
And it was from like some Birmingham, Alabama theater. And I was like, wait, it was probably the one like Dr. King like protested that they wouldn't let blacks in. Anyway, or James Brown or, or somebody. Sure. And so I was looking at it and then I looked at the, the African-American ladies and I was like, it would be inappropriate if I bought this, correct? <laughs> like, and then my, my wife immediately goes, oh, shit, Todd. He's oh, no. got some booze in him. Like right. He's trying to make jokes. And the woman was like, oh, no, you need to buy that. And I was like, well, <laughs> really? I was like, wouldn't you be offended if you saw this, if you came into my front door and it said coloreds in the balcony? Right. And then she goes, oh, no, that's just a reminder about how fucked up y'all were to us. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, enjoy some of these racist white figurines that we made. Right, right, right. <laughs> But I saw something the other day that was new to me. And uh, it was uh, some gal that we went to high school with uh, that I I didn't know passed away. Okay, we don't don't want to be bummed out. We're going to be (laughs) like, okay. And I'm not making a joke about that. No. What, What I'm interested in is people's reaction. And what happened was, so some gal passed away. And so I saw a bunch of posts. It was people I knew because it was like friends from high school. And they, 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 they posted about the, the loss and everything. And mm. then eventually some people w- attended the funeral. And I didn't know the person who passed away. So I didn't really, I didn't go because I didn't know who the person was. Right. But somebody I know went to the funeral and they checked in at the funeral. Oh, no. It's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of odd. It's like so-and-so was checked into XY Mortuary. Yeah, and uh, you know, in like Hawthorne or something, they checked into the mortuary. I'm like, that's weird. And then you look down, it's like, where can I check in? It has like the list. It's like you know, there's a burger joint across the street, the Seven Eleven, and then you know, McCormick Mortuary in Hawthorne. And here's the winner. Sometimes when you check into places, you can take a sip of beer. Okay. You can check in the people who are with you. This gal checked in the corpse. And she said, tagged tagged the corpse. She tagged because that person had a Facebook account, but they passed away. Wow! And Are said, you fucking kidding and said, me? Wow. X person is at X mortuary with the deceased. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Full paw. Anybody out there who's going to do this? In the, but I was like, there was a slight part of me that was like, that's kind of badass. I'd like that if I died, someone would be like, <laughs> I'm at McCormick Mortuary, or I'm at the blah 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 Hills in Long Beach. And I'm with Todd Perry's corpse. Guess what? Todd Perry's here as well. Yeah, Todd Perry's Not here. Not living, but he's here. And he will be here for a while. Right. <laughs> but who... Like, and I, wa- and I had that moment where, like, I wanted to comment, like, really? Yeah. Question mark. Exclamation point. Question mark. You checked in the corpse, but then I was like, eh, that's kind of a dick move because someone died and, and, and that's fucked up. But who the fuck... Well, you'd be double downing on the dick moves. Yes. Is what, what you would be doing. So you don't want to do that. No. I mean, really, like, why would you check into a fucking mortuary? Are you trying to be the, 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 the duke of the mortuary? Is the that mayor? So, the mayor? Yeah. Is that matter to you? I mean, are you that into c- collecting these, like, you know, whatever those social media apps are, you know? To- you got a badge for the McCormick exactly. Mortuary in Hawthorne. I, I, I thought, is this person trying to, like, there's, there's a certain group of people that, like, they... They're really into projecting their misery on others, and they're really in love with their own emotional sure, right. baggage. Yeah. Like, there's the people that immediately they'll start off like, "Hey, nice to meet you," and they'll be like, "My dad died when I was 12." Like, whoa, 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 still <laughs> soon. I don't want to know. Yeah. Right. Sorry to bug you, Mr. President, but I got a call from you, so I star sixty nine you back. Sure, you can have my number, baby. I was going to vote Romney, but if you're giving away fries... Now, you know that guy ain't shit. Well, I was just researching my candidates. I like to make an informed decision when I vote. Sorry, ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. I'm really excited about getting those free fries, but uh, I wanted to know if you're going to, you know, legalize the weed, because you've been cracking down on certain dispensaries in California, and according to Prop 215 passed in California legislature in 1996, shit's getting way too complicated for me. Mr. Obama, if I'm voting for you, I need to know where you stand. There are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. Can I still get those free French fry coupons, please? Wait, my bitch, nigga. Buy your own damn fries. Hello? Mr. President? Barack? Wait, wait. He's not there. Chord progression. Just make a left and turn on to Bellflower Road. Mm. Hmm. You'll find a shopping mall where all the people go. 
Never heard it. The Lakewood Mall has an awesome Nordstrom rack and a big ass Costco next to the Radio Shack. You can eat at the Wiener Schnitzel till 10 o'clock at night. Come to Lakewood and have the time of your life. Maybe I should end on a minor chord. That time of your exactly life. rip off of what they say in the song. Yeah, the last lyric is exactly the same. But well, I'm I don't, I've never heard Green Day. I didn't really understand. They're an underground punk band who um, you've obviously heard a lot. Far Out News. Kalani. Kaui Keo'uli. Kamehameha III. This may be one of my favorite news stories I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Lafayette man buys new DVD player, finds porn movie inside. Oh, wow. Lots of porn talk on today's show. All right. Travis Lively got a sneak attack on Valentine's Day weekend. Nice. Perfect he time. and girlfriend Larissa Ritter, I'm glad they're throwing out names here, <laughs> were enjoying their first Valentine's together Saturday night with dinner at La Scala and a romantic evening at home watching movies. Some mm. Italian food. Mm, good. I like, I like mm. how this is I going. I like the details. Yes. Lively needed a new DVD player, so a quick trip to Walmart off of... Indiana, 26, scored him a Magnavox machine for about $30. I was going to say Best Buy. A little low end for Valentine's Day, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Getting he, the went cheap. he went cheap, yeah. 30 bucks. Couldn't afford the Dynex? <laughs> <laughs> when he opened up his new player, a surprise was waiting for him in the DVD tray. Nice. Black Crack Attack, number oh, two. Oh, wow. Oh, the sequel. That's amazing. It's not something you expected. When are the future? Last Lively, 29, who lives in Lafayette. Black crack attack. Well, it's yeah. one of the few times the sequel is better. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've seen you, you weren't a big fan of Black Crack uh, Attack really? one. I mean, just like with Iron Man, it was like yeah, not so good. Part two, awesome. All the cameos. Yeah, so that's awesome. what made it. Well, well the um, it's it's like Empire Strikes Back is way better than Star Wars. Black Crack Attack two, like it, there is a twist. There's a more compelling ending. Out, outshines it. Deeper character study. Yes. Hmm. Anything else in the news there, Elliot? A DVR copy of the adult video had the title scrawled in blue Sharpie along with six triple X's. Six. <laughs> wow. Triple X is, is hardcore. What happens? Like, does someone die in, in, the, in six X's? Six triple X, that's 36. Well, you know, it's Black Crack 1. Uh, Black Crack Attack 1 probably had, you know, just the three. Right. <laughs> Black Crack 2 doubles down. That's beyond my creativity sexually once it, once it gets to six X's. <laughs> I hope before I die I can uh, make it that far. Uh, what I got to say about this is this guy obviously was just trying to show his first Valentine some porn. <laughs> oh, yeah. and then <laughs> Oh, and then he blamed it on the Walmart. But he, he stuck to it. <laughs> like he went all the way to the papers with his story. Yeah. Stuck to his stuck to his guns, huh? Yeah. I mean, like how many people are willing to like just go with it be like, "No, nah, baby. No. Nah, no, nah, <laughs> seriously. Was that's I'm not into that." Wow. What? This was in there? Black crack attack. <laughs> it sounds like something Herman Cain would play on a date when he's sexually harassing somebody. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, so he basically he he basically tried to bust a 6x porno on a woman on a Valentine's date. She wasn't into it. And he was like, "Oh my god, they just it was, I bought it at Walmart. It had the porno in it. I'm going straight. I mean, you know, I'm going to call Walmart." And the woman goes, "Go to the papers." "I'm going to the papers." <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was like, "This is clearly an unbelievable story." Right. <laughs> this uh, how could something like this ever happen? How could a black crack do that to somebody? <laughs> Literally attack people. How could it attack people? <laughs> <laughs> All the black crack I've ever met was very accommodating. Oh, Whitney. Oh boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I think we established on our last show it's it's too early. She really Oh, Bobby. <laughs> it's too early. Whitney fucked up Bobby's life. <laughs> But so what happens is, you know, I go to the wedding, I have a good time, and then I'm, you know, it's it's cocktail hour. I'm having some wine, and uh, I'm chatting it up with everybody, and I'm like, oh, and I, now I'm in a suit, by the way, because I show up in suits because I'm a fucking dignified human being. And uh, I, I was I, it a gray suit with a red bow tie? <laughs> no, no, I did not come in my nation of Islam, Pee Wee Herman look. Gotcha. Nice. And so I, I I walk over to the the bathroom, and uh, I go to the urinal because I'm assuming it's a urinal trip. And ah. 99% of the time, I'm right with this. And so I, I go to the urinal, and I, I, I unleash the beast, and then I'm, I'm, I'm peeing. And then uh, sometimes, 
when you got to pee, you also you got to rip a fart. Okay. Right? It, it's, it seems like there's some kind of roadblock between the end of the urination and the fart. It's like it's standing in between. You must expel this gas in order to free up the bladder. I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a neuroscientist. I'm not a bladdertologist. But I just know, you know, everybody knows that, right? I practice amateur medicine. I believe you're correct, yes. Okay. <laughs> and so I, I, I ripped this fart, and uh, it wasn't a fart. Oh, no, it was something else. Something else. Yes. So, I don't know what else it was. So entirely. I mean, well, and, I mean, there's there's no lower end to that to that ladder. There's only you only go up from the fart. If it wasn't a fart, then it was something on the way up, and <laughs> right. that's, that that can't spell. No, oh, Art, you're really killing the show with logic. I mean, last show you really logicked everything. You just logicked out my fart, <laughs> and uh, you, you're right. You're right. So I, I but there was another gentleman next to me in the urinal, and oh, no. I and and I realized it. Buck? This is highly uncomfortable for you. And this I'm sorry, you're, you're at the urinal and your pants are all the way down at your knees? No, I'm not a five-year-old. You, you, you don't do, you, I just had the, wiener, like had the no? wiener through, oh. through the boxers and through... Well, you know, maybe this would have saved you if you did that move, Todd. Maybe you should think about that next time. No, then I would have I blew shit onto the bathroom floor. <laughs> so, just the so, whole time. So in, down. so in the end, through, through Buck's question, time. we find out that you shit all over your underwear. Well, I didn't discover this until I wasn't sure whether... Because sometimes you're not sure whether it's an air bubble or actually organic material in, right. in between your butt cheeks, right? right. What uh, what color undergarments were you wearing that day? Plaid, plaid, like a red, like a red plaid, red, bra- uh, navy blue, like a whole mix. So had there been blood, you really might not have even known. I could have, I could have, yeah, you're right. I could have had a man ass period, and I wouldn't have known. <laughs> so the moment I realized this happened, I had to really tense up. Because there was another gentleman urinating next to me, and there's no way in God's green earth that I'm going to let that man know that I made the wrong choice of going to the urinal first, and I need to back well, off wait and a hit minute. the toilet. Wait a minute. you got to back up here for a second. On a, second uh, on a scale of one to ten, audibly, how loud and how, for lack of a better term, wet was the, uh, the sound of, of, the, of the bodily excretion? It was inaudible. Because when the bodily excretion comes out, there's no fart sound. You know okay, what I'm saying? Gotcha, it's it's gotcha. silent, which is what you really got to worry about. Gotcha. And so I waited for this guy to finish peeing and wash his hands and then exit the bathroom. And so I was alone at the urinal. So that guy must have thought I must have drank in like a 40 before <laughs> I, you know, I came to the wedding. Right. So then I immediately ran into the first stall, which was the handicapped stall, thank God. And I, I, I dropped my pants, and I realized that my underwear was not going to survive the wedding evening, no matter how much toilet paper I used to clean it out, no matter what. You made that call right then and there. It, it was, it was obvious. This is done. There was no, you know, sometimes people like, you know, George W. Bush, I'm the decider. Yeah. I, I made the decision. And so then what happened was <laughs> I that. I think your underwear made the decision for <laughs> you. Yes. Uh, so. I think the cashews you ate first made that decision. <laughs> almonds. almonds yeah. Whatever. Once again, even though the sex tape has come out with people mm. alleging that Buck Perez was committing some unspeakable acts mm. and do in, in, involved in sex that most people would find morally reprehensible, things that people had never seen before, Buck brought sexy back in a very odd, bizarre, and Ooh. petrifying way. Just like JT. <laughs> yeah. But it seems to me that the controversy is building to the point Mm. To where uh, radio host slash hip-hop DJ Mike Patton from Hot 105.7 in Bakersfield recently did a show where he revealed through a caller the woman in the Buck Perez sex tape. What? Wow. So let's hear it. Broadcasting from a bunker off State Route 99, just outside of Bakersfield, it's the Mike Patton Show. Fighting for your freedoms and spinning the best hip-hop from today and back in the day. And now, your host, Mike Patton. The Mike Patton Show. You are listening to the Mike Patton Show on Hot 105.7 in Bakersfield. Number one in hip-hop and conservative talk. Right now, Patton's army is out at Los Pollos Hermanos Chicken on Bakersfield Boulevard, passing out bumper stickers and the new Kanye and Jay-Z album, Watch the Throne. They're also taking your voter registration, so you can cast your vote in this year's California Republican primary. Beaver! Beaver, you son of a bitch! Is she on the line? 
Roger that, good buddy. She's on line one. Excellent. Now I have a Mike Patton Show exclusive interview. For the first time, I'm going to reveal the identity of the woman on the Buck Perez sex tape. You've seen her doing some of the most depraved acts ever depicted on video. Anita Perez, welcome to the show. Hello, Mike. Long-time listener. Thank you, Anita. Now, first of all, the big question everyone wants to know. Are you on birth control? Um, I don't know why you care. But if you saw the sex tape, you know you can't get pregnant that way. So, no woman has ever gotten pregnant doing the buck? (laughs) No, no woman has gotten pregnant. But a few have lost their lives. Anita, not only are the acts on this video seriously sexually depraved, but I think they require at least seven years of gymnastics training. Honestly, I haven't seen anything like that since I watched Ilsa, She Will for the SS. I want to learn all about how you got these skills. But first, we gotta do this. It's that hot new joint by Tyga. This is Rack City on Hot 105.7 in Bakersfield. Rack City, bitch. Rack, Rack City, bitch. 10, 10, 10, 20s on your titties, bitch. 100 deep VIP. No guest list. T T Raw. You don't know who you fucking with. Got my other bitch fucking with my other bitch. Fucking all night, nigga. At Costco, for nine hundred and forty nine dollars for your loved one, you can buy a casket, and it's called the mother casket. Mm. And 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 the thing about this way, it's Costco, so you could probably buy it in bulk. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, let's say that you were like American Airlines and. Maybe like an entire plane went down, and so you had to pay for everybody's funeral. Dark. Like you had, you had to send somebody to make a Costco and be like, you know, we're gonna need about 128 uh, caskets for to put the remains in. They don't have to be that big because everybody's kind of in pieces. And uh, next of all, dark. You know, there's that one guy that survived. <laughs> I was like, you know, when there's a plane crash, the plane crash goes down. 127 people die. One guy survives, and everybody was like, it was an act of God. <laughs> and he goes, 127 people died. But God was looking out for the one guy, right? right. Is that, that the way it works out? So uh, so we got this casket here. So, Elliot, I think you have the product reviews that people on Cos- Costco are talking about the casket. I hope nobody says it's uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. I haven't laid... I've been laying in this for 30 years, and I've got such a crink in the neck. Um, this one comes from Malibu. Mm-hmm. So, you know, high-end. Nice, classy, rich people over there. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, headline, beautiful. Mm. Pros, looks every bit as good as the $5,000 one. Oh, okay, all right. The photograph does not do this coffin justice. <laughs> it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. The description of decals of roses on the hinges does not do it justice either. Wow. I thought they might look like stickers. The decals were beautiful. Really looked like the roses had been painted on the hinges. This is a good quality casket. This is a cheap Utz casket that oh, you buy at Costco. Does it, does it end with can't wait to die in it? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Even the manager of the mortuary said that it was beautiful. Now, is this beyond the grave? What is this? Has there ever been a manager oh. of a mortuary who goes, "Ah, that's a <laughs> shitty looking casket, man"? Where'd I've you get seen the- better? Yeah. Where'd you get that shit? Costco, yeah. <laughs> Sam's Club uh, actually, has a yes. much better deal on a casket for free. And mm. the funny thing is, the casket's called the mother casket. A little, little close to home. <clears throat> I feel you know. It's like because pretty much, who are you buying a casket for? But mom or dad, right? right. Well, this one is actually for her mother. My mother paid five thousand for a similar casket <laughs> for my father six years ago. Uh, <laughs> so you know, she's now talking about her mother. Is it like disrespectful when you're getting the casket at Costco to grab a hot dog? Like, <laughs> just grab a hot. Well, no, I'll take that one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, you don't buy the casket and then like grab the um, grab the hot dog. Well, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with hot dogs at Costco right now. No, it's, Sometimes it's really when good. I'm buying a casket, I like to grab my hot dog. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> a little necrophilia. But no, I was thinking, like, when you buy a, a casket at Costco, I think they, maybe they deliver it to wherever, right? Like, you don't... Um, you know, the details are actually in here. You don't, um, because it's not like you're... You don't, you don't think they're pushing it out in the cart? <laughs> like, right after... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like they got pushing, the flat cart. Yeah, you're pushing. You're pushing out. And then you're like, wait, hot dog. They got pizza too. Is that disrespectful? You go out to your car. You put it on top with yeah. the twine like a Christmas tree. Right, right. That's what I think. That's what I think. There's a casket on the 405 freeway. 
Jazz boy. Then the baby got this nose. Baby don't look nothing like him. He don't got no Jerry curl yet. Look at this Jerry curl. Look at that baby. Where's baby jewelry at? Baby ain't got no jewelry either. They don't have no Look at that. He wasn't born with jewelry. Baby needs jewelry. The baby don't have jewelry. No Jerry curl. Don't got my nose. It don't got this gift of gab, boy. This gift of gab. Sorry, this is a white guy? It ain't none of mine. That baby looks just like him. It looked like the two white boys I found. She had some little pictures. She loved white boys now. But see, I'm the epitome of that. See, look. Look at Come on, man. What the All fuck right, is so going let's on? see here. Big T. We got Big T. Now, let's go with the facts. The baby doesn't have his nose. He said right. that. Right. The baby does not, does not, Buck, have his jerry curl. Right. The baby does not have the gift of gab. He, hmm. quote, doesn't even speak yet. You heard that by Big T. And how, the how baby, old is this baby? No, it's like a, it's like a, you know six months old. You're Big T's baby. You're born Gavin. Yeah, ex- yeah, that's what I'd say. Coming and, out the womb. And the baby doesn't have any jewelry. Yeah. Big T has a jerry curl, the gift of gab, a distinct nose, and jewelry. Despite all of these hard, hard facts. Now, I, I would say definitely not the father on any case. Nope. No. And he Oscar, is. No, no. He is the father. He can't, what about the jewelry? <laughs> Look, I was born with a Rolex, true. But oh, this child was not. The date just. Yes. All right, let's see. Let's see if you can be right two out of two. Rolo. You are the father. What the fuck? <laughs> Give me some. Are those tests are, at are this not point, accurate. At though. this point, is he yeah. running off stage? <laughs> yep, yep. He's, he's going to run off stage sometime right now. Can you predict that also? Into a corner. I'm pretty good at that. Wow. I'm 50-50. Now, I could... <laughs> it's it's always... the reaction? Yeah. Whether they just run to the street because now, they're going to get hit I, up for child I, support? I hit, it, I hit it a little harder. It's whether... Because the, the women always run. It's the run of shame, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like the walk of shame in the morning. It's the run of shame on Maury. Like, when they're found, like, this is not, you know, the father. They just run. And they start screaming, no? Yeah, no! <laughs> no! No! Kind of like... Kind of like, what was it? Good times? Damn! Damn! <laughs> damn! But, uh... Yeah, I like to predict too though uh, if they're gonna just fall down on their knees like backstage. Yeah, because that's yeah. always a phone where they just collapse in the fetal position. Why can't you share your bed? WWE legend Kamala docs may amputate other foot too. WWE legend Kamala is at risk of losing another foot due to his diabetes-related medical problems. Another foot. Another one. And so, do you guys remember Kamala from back in the day? Oh, sure. He's, I believe, not, I'm sorry, E, but WWF, right? Right. He was they, they old. Switched it. Yeah. He was old school. Kamala was this, like this large guy who was Kamala the Ugandan headhunter yeah. that was from Parts Unknown, which was always the greatest thing for any wrestler. It's like, so uh, Kamala, where are you from? I don't know. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't been named yet. It's it's like a land where a bunch of people hang out together and they're like, where are we? No no fucking clue. I think also, like, because I had a book of, like, all these old school wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, For his weight, too, they also put question mark. Right. Like, how much does he weigh? I don't know. No one, knew anything no about one knows. Yeah. He didn't know anything. And the, the problem was that Kamala had, like, a speech impediment where they'd ask Kamala <laughs> and he'd go, oh! And he's really freaky, man, because he wore this, like, um, Kind of like witch doctor, like African, yeah. like New Orleans witch doctor, like he was a bad guy. Like Headhunter, he always had a skull. Yeah. Yeah. He was, it was like he was in Live and Let Die, the James Bond movie, with the guy who was like <laughs> the Uncola, you know, where the, 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 t- the top hat with the skull face makeup. Yeah. Scary shit, but Kamala always sounded really scary. So before we get to the end of the story, I got a quick uh, interview from Kamala, because again, we're upset that he... Uh, is losing his feet, which is going to make it difficult for him to wrestle. But, I, you know, if he, if he uses his voodoo witch power, then it won't be a problem. But. Mr. Duggan and Kamala, for 20 years they have feuded. Mr. Duggan is about to sign the contract. But, Kamala, if, if you wrestle Hacksaw Jim Duggan, will you beat him? No, no, I, he has not signed yet. He, it could, you could have you could have another opponent possible. Thank, thank you, sir. 
Like it's it's borderline upsetting to listen to this guy speak. It's like it's kind of like he has severe mental retardation. But like, who should be wrestling this man? Because he's clearly not sane. It's like at least you know if 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 you have some sort of you know if you're from a weird part of the world where you speak weird, and you're like you don't sound confused. But mm. Kamala just sounds like he's in the middle of a bad acid trap, and he's a witch doctor from yeah. Uganda. Was there one word like clearly uttered in that? whole diatribe i didn't hear anything yeah well there's one word he did say pretty clearly it was (laughs) (laughs) well you know what how about this buck you you choose you choose the age of the child and the scenario and i'm gonna see whether being a man who wasn't really raised with a father figure can actually be a father to young lars okay young lars okay so i'm so young I have no, well, I have my whole not, life. You're not so well, not so young, because I want to place it, you know, in a very uncomfortable. Maybe like uh, twelve. All right, twelve. Oh, twelve. Right. Feeling uh, that, Lars? All right. You're just. Uh, I'm twelve. <laughs> sure, you be. But uh, you're a very creative, Lars. Yeah. I like drawing. Yeah, you you love drawing. You you have crayons. You still you still do crayons. I like crayons. <laughs> crayons. I eat some. Not <laughs> all of them. And uh, much like uh, was that super bad. Uh, the notebook. You start drawing on your wall, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you start drawing penises on yes. your wall. Yeah. So, Todd walks in and finds, you know, just maybe like a sky full of sky blue penises on the wall. On uh, on the wall of his bedroom. Yeah, it's a wall. It's a sky sky scene. Okay. Yeah. I th- I think as a father, I could I could figure out how to deal with this. All right. All right. Hey, uh, I'm knocking on the door here. Come come in. Hi, hi, Lars Perry. Hi, hi, Dad. Um, you know, I happen to notice that on the wall you were writing with a pencil. Uh-huh. You were you were drawing. Um, it's a crayon. Okay, it was a crayon. Okay, um, you're dry, drawing pictures of private parts on the wall. Now, is there something you want to talk to me about? About your, your interest in that? I want to have five hundred wee wees. I draw them on my wall. Now, do you, are, are those pictures of your wee wee or other people's wee wees? It's a wee wee I made up in my mind. His so name's Phil. So these are all Phil's wee wee. No, it's the wee wee's name's Phil. It's Bob's wee wee. It's Bob's wee wee. Oh man. Okay, now is there some reason that you're doing this? Are you trying to express anything, Lars? I want allowance. <laughs> so you're drawing wee wees on the wall to make an allowance. I want fifty dollar allowance. So you want fifty dollars? Okay, Lars, I, I think that's a bit much. Are you saying to me that you are going to somehow ingest or engage with these wee-wees to, to make more allowance? In I your- pay each wee-wee a small amount of money mm. out of the $50, and then they make more wee-wees, and then I tell them to watch you when you go to work, and you don't expect it, but then they'll get you in the car and say, I want more money, and I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to bed at 7 o'clock. Good Lord, Tom. Okay, Lars, um, I'm just going to let... Keep drawing the wee-wees on the wall. Are you going to let Sarah deal? Sarah! Yeah. Sarah! All right, Deep trance. Maybe, maybe, there's, maybe there's something easier as right, a father okay. maybe, I can maybe, deal with. Maybe that. a little later on. A little on. stressed. Maybe not, I don't want to have kids now. I'm, I'm yeah, doing no, I'm raising see, a tortoise. I'm, I'm, and, I'm trying to scare you. So anyway, later on in life, maybe, <clears throat> you know, he's, yes. he's mellowed out a bit. Right. Maybe around the age of 20, something like that. Okay. Your first beer together. You guys are enjoying your first beer, okay. you know, the first legitimate, like, here, son. Or maybe it's a little younger than that. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's do it. Yeah. He's, like, um, 18. There's, 18. like, vacation. Son. And go. Son, there's something about a thing called alcohol. And I feel that either Ugh. you're going to go drink yourself uh, out with your friends. I already those... do, Dad. Come on. No, but you don't know how to drink. I do too. I fucking stick my knife in the bottom and I open the top and I stick it in my mouth and then I let it all go down my gullet. Oh, that, that's not the, the the best way to drink, Lars. There's, the, you know, um, what kind of beers are you drinking right now with I your don't friends? Know. Who cares? Beers? No, no, Lars, you got to have some taste, Lars. You got to know the difference between an ice brew, a regular beer, a domestic. Here, I'm going to pop open right now what is a... Um, it's a uh, it's a Stella Artois. It's a more refined beer. Oh, you know? lame. No, it's it's not lame. It's actually the the ladies like it when you drink a nicer beer. And you know what, Dad? I'm gay. <laughs> Why do you think I've been drawing these penises on the wall for the past twenty years? So, oh, Jesus. Well, okay. 
Now I'm going to have to... I'm, this is between you and I. Don't tell your mother yet that you're gay. Well, what right. he did, mom knows. What? Talk to her about it like three years ago. Sure, mom knows. You for didn't years, feel yeah. you didn't feel open to, to speak with me about your homosexuality. It wasn't like that. I don't know. I was kind of busy. Now, what what kind of gay are you? Like full are, on, full on, super gay. Full on, I love penises in my penises. Are, are you a a top or a bottom, Lars? You I, I'm power top, power bottom. So you're <laughs> versatile. Yes. Wow. Switch switch home run hitter. Now, what kind of men are you into? Fucking the strongest and the most foreign man I can find under a bridge. Oh, God. Wow. Under a bridge? Yeah. Do you need sex that bad? Isn't there a way that you, maybe you can go online and find like a nice a Listen, nice I rich killed man. the Stella. Right? Can we get another like eight of these? I'm, you're harshing my buzz. I had actually drank several more before we sat down together. Wow. Sarah! Sarah, please! I can't do this anymore. Mom, Dad's freaking out about the gay thing, just like you said. I didn't mean to freak out. I mean, it's fine that you're homosexual, but I mean, you're you. Ah, the, you're shit! The, I ate all the Crayolas. I once let's had hear a, this dream. I once had a dream that Emma Stone, oh, William Shatner, hmm. and myself were on a mission to eliminate Dennis Leary. Okay, now interesting. <laughs> It's, ra- it's rational. Usual spy stuff happened, and finally we arrived at Leary's Mansion by Hovercraft. Mm. Uh, once we infiltrated the master bedroom to end the mission, the entire dream exploded into a kaleidoscope of colors, clips of Burt Reynolds movies, and turkey gobbles. <laughs> nice. What Sounds could this like- dream mean? Oh, by the way, Mark Chambers right, right here and heard the turkey gobble. <laughs> we could just end the show 15 minutes. Yeah. Um... Well, first of all, this is a pretty awesome dream. Wow! So <laughs> you know, I mean, it could in be in general, yeah, yeah. It could, uh, it, it could mean a couple different things. It could just mean uh, that you're bored and you're looking for some excitement in your life. Because I mean, who wouldn't want to go on a mission to uh, eliminate Dennis Leary with Emma Stone and William Shatner? Oh, by, by the way, now, this wait, is was from it William? At, at the Devin Blanton sent this at the Devin okay. Blanton. Now wait, what? I forget. Was it William Shatner or was it Captain Kirk? It was William Shatner. So okay. we don't, it could be it could be T.J. Hooker or Boston Legal. It sort of doesn't matter. But Shatner. I mean, you know, it's Shatner. Because, you know, if it's Shatner, I mean, it could be any Shatner. And, I mean, if it's a dream, you know, he could be, you know, Kirk one minute, you know, Denny Crane the next. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. You know, the host of a Rescue 911 the next minute, you know, because dreams just sort of do that weird sometimes. Now, for one day, did you did you go through uh, the potential, like, the, the Shatner chapter, what's an entire ch- uh, chapter about whether William Shatner... You know, the Brian. funny thing, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. We haven't actually done that yet, but that's an upcoming class. It's like a whole day dedicated to dreams about Shatner. The Shat Chat. Because they, they are becoming so popular right now, dreaming yeah. about Shatner. He's in the Jungian uh, subconscious of... Yeah, uh, and it's like when you dream about Shatner, you know, it, it, it can mean a couple different things. It can mean, you know, a desire to go explore, you know, if you're thinking more of like yeah. you know, Kirk Shatner. Or it can be like, you know, uh, a lot of times he can be a, a sign of money troubles, you know, because if you're thinking of like Priceline or something like that. Nice. But, uh, you know, so it really sort of depends on the area of Shatner mm. that you're dreaming about, you know, and sometimes, you know, these things could be mixed. You know, you're going to, uh, you know... Uh, like you have this dream that you're going to like you know blow away the Klingons, but you're worried about your hotel room prices or something like that. Right, right. That could say that you know, hey, you really need to take a vacation. You're really feeling burned out, but you don't feel you have the financial resources to do it. <laughs> you know, and so that could be like a very, uh, very. But yeah, there's a there's some good stuff in there. So I mean, it could. I mean, first of all, it's just a. It sounds like a really awesome dream. It's a rich dream. It's you know? a very rich dream. I mean, that, everything about that just sounded awesome. Would would you call it lucid? Uh, maybe. It sounded very vivid just him describing it, so yeah. it sounds like a very powerful dream. So it might now, just mean this, that you're bored. Does this happen during slow wave sleep, REM sleep? Like when Shatner appears, does he, do he appear on the deeper sleep levels or kind of? I mean, like, I think most you, dreams are taking place in uh, the deeper sleep levels. But uh, you know, I I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I haven't taken the Shatner class yet. But uh, he can mean a lot when he does show up. So. Being that I've been kind of thinking about my health and, and all these different things, I, you know, not all diseases are, are bad or whatever. You know, there, there could be some interesting ones out there. So I, I, I did a search. 
I did a search of the internet, and I found that there are some diseases out there that actually are kind of badass if you had them. Really? Like, not all of them are like... Burt Reynolds' disease. What, what would Burt Reynolds' disease <laughs> Grow an awesome mustache, and your strength increases by 25%. Yeah, and then and, and you can you can pull Sally Fields, America's sweetheart, at any time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the greatest thing about Burt Reynolds' disease was it would be being able to hang out with Dom DeLuise. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the disease? <laughs> yes, it's the, De- the DeLuise disease is kind of... He like hears like he like senses it in you and he starts to hang out with you more. Yeah, like you get a call. <laughs> no, hey, it's Dom. How's it going? You know, I because <laughs> Dom Dom Dell is first of all hilarious. Yes, yeah. Always like I feel like in the face of evil, Dom DeLuise would have a hearty guffaw to you know. No. Great steakhouse laugh. Yes, <laughs> now, this is steakhouse laugh. Yes, this is a blessing and a curse. Because what if Dom dies? Then the next go to DeLuise is what Peter. Oh, from Twenty One Jump Street, yeah, Peter DeLuise, no yeah, mm. the original. I'm sure Burt Reynolds had <laughs> some OG. words for for Peter DeLuise as as a child growing up. <laughs> I'm not going to watch that Twenty One Jump Street unless it has a DeLuise or a, uh, what is it? Uh, Chinese the, the guy, chicken. yeah, the chi- well, yeah, that guy too. Holly Robinson, sure. Pete, Holly yeah. Robinson, Pete, right? Unless it has Holly Robinson, Pete, or DeLuise, I'm not watching. <laughs> it's just not that. Or Richard Grieco. Not fuck that guy, the man, <laughs> the man that pussy forgot. So, <laughs> but yeah, you hanging out with Dom uh-huh. DeLuise, and first of all, he's again big steakhouse laugh. Yep, fantastic. He cooks all the time, like he's oh always, delicious cooks. Always brings over pasta. You sit down, and he's like, he's paired it with some great vino, and you just sit and get fucked up. Yeah, and, right. Fun anecdotes about that one movie he did with Gene Wilder, where the where the car runs on vegetable oil or something like that. Great stuff. I never saw that. I don't know. I saw Fatso where he was bummed out because he. Was fat the whole yeah. movie and in the town in the fridge, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Cannonball Run, come on, that, that was Dom DeLuise for me. That's a classic, Cannonball Run. <laughs> this video was recently shown to me. Um, it was actually to me, it's really, um, it was really inspirational because I was kind of sitting there hungover one morning and I found this on my buddy's Facebook. Well, okay, well, it, it's it's video content. This is an audio show, so you don't necessarily have to pull it up. Okay, but um, so basically, it's it's uh, if you Google, if you look on YouTube for Pizza Rolls Challenge, just yes. look up that. It's the oh, first thing. Yeah, that okay, comes we up. want the audio from that. So Pizza oh, Rolls Challenge, because you sent me this the other day, and you can hear it. You can hear it. It's it's yeah, uh, it's, it's amazing, it's, just audio wise. Actually, the the audio <laughs> is kind of crucial to it, uh, completely crucial to it, because it's like what is wrong with this guy so it's this uh shot it looks like a webcam like a low angle shot of this really large guy like uh, very large and he's about he's about like 20 looks like he's about 20 years old I, age indeterminate i have no idea this guy's dorm room in it he's dorm room in it he's it's dorm so room in it. he it, he sets it up like it's some sort of challenge he's like hey guys i'm going to eat some pizza rolls in you know 2 minutes or so let's hear, so, let's hear the audio of that let's let's hear him yo 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 What's up, everybody? Uh, my name's Justin Hearn. I'm getting ready to eat 40 pizza rolls in hopefully under two minutes. Hopefully. Hopefully. So the challenge is out the window already. Thanks, Robert. He blew his own premise. And yeah, it's, he's got earphones on, like earbuds, too, this whole video. heaping tower of pizza rolls. And these are pizza ready? rolls. Those pizza rolls. Like the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love those. Mm. Oh, and there he goes. Working up a sweat already. And listen, you can just, he- just listen. Oh, God. Just it's, yeah. oh. and he's just plowing just the pizza going, rolls into his face. Just, like, what, this, what's the YouTube? What's the video called? People want to look pizza it up. rolls challenge, and then dot 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 kind of. This but not, if you just type in pizza rolls challenge, I mean, I'm sure you'll link it on the blog also, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll link. But it on the pizza site. rolls challenge, it's the first video that comes up. Th- this sounds like I'm at a hotel and I'm hearing the people like the room next to me. I'm like, Jesus, listen to him. He's someone's working. Get, someone's getting down in there. He's really pounding it out. Damn. He is working these pizza exactly. rolls. Listen to this. Oh man, let me fast forward a bit. Uh, yeah. so, so the guy, the, the, it's, it's a very, very large man just plowing his face he's, full of pizza rolls. Now we're, we're past, no the, we're past the two minute point. It's two and a half minutes into the video, not even close <laughs> to finishing. But okay, but so the pizza roll challenge, he's not really, he's saying, I can't really do it, I don't know. So what it boils down to is it's essentially just a guy eating a shitload of pizza rolls and, and filming himself. Yes, yeah. this would not Bad have luck. occurred. Five left, he says. This would not have occurred before the internet. No, no, nobody would have done this. No, That's true. This, this, this is shameful. I mean, honestly, no one would have put. Would, bad, yeah. Like, would they have their friends over and be like, 
<laughs> he just came right there. Sorry, yeah. hold on. Oh, man. Would people oh. invite their friends over and be like, hey, watch this VHS of me stuffing my face with pizza rolls? <laughs> no one it. would do that. And now, over 900,000 people have wow. watched this guy eat pizza rolls. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Usually, I hate to do like video bits on the show, but the audio of this, you can guess what's happening here. Yeah. It's just that he's, he's very it's, large and he's sweating. He's yeah. working up a sweat eating, and he's literally consumed like 5,000 calories worth of processed food. And I also point out he. He is wearing work clothes, so this is this it, is work to him. It could be, a, you know, with nine hundred thousand views. If he is a YouTube partner, he's made some money on this. Yeah, exactly. So it actually is. Listen, I, sorry, I just had to stop and listen to him for a second. All right, I think he's about ready to speak. Uh, he just did it. He, he just did it. Oh yeah. Not as quick as I want to do it, but you know, it works. Still got pride and. Yeah, and, and then he chases it off with a Smirnoff Ice, Smirnoff the worst ice. alcoholic beverage in the history of mankind. What a anyway, pussy. that guy is—he's my hero. He actually inspired me to go for a run. I watched that and was like, "Fuck!" And I threw on my running clothes and went outside despite being hungover. So I, I just have to say, I think people, when you get on stage for stand-up, people immediately know whether or not you're sincere. It's like this re- reptilian, hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you're saying something that's like Michael Rich's from, from, from Rage, right. dropping the N-bomb, versus Todd Perry going, I eat at Flossies, right. soul food. It's an interesting thing. Is they, they say the old uh, definition with um, pornography from the Supreme Court was kind of like, can't really define it, but I know it when I see it. Yes. Right. Like, I know some shit. I'm like, that. Right. that's erotic. And then some shit is like porno. Like, Kate Upton doing the cat daddy dance is erotic and it's cute. Yes. Like, but, but then there could be a, a similar situation. I'd be like, that's porno. You know? <laughs> so, I, you know, I mean, maybe it's just what turns me on. It's porno if it turns me on. Maybe it's erotic if it turns me on. I don't nipple. know. Nipple. Usually it's nipple. Kate Upton blackface turning you on. <laughs> Big stiffy. Is that, is that what it is? Big stiffy. Yeah. Is that your turn on, Buck? I'm, I'm, I'm just needing you now, Buck. I I'm need to understand you. Throwing it out there. But we were talking earlier. The visual was in my head. And I, I wanted to hit this real quick. Um, we have a lot to get to on the show, but it's, it's fun. Please, just doing a nice, relaxed please, show. Please make so. that the uh, hashtag, though. Kate Upton Blackface. Kate oh, no. Upton Blackface. Because a lot we're of... going to be trending worldwide. A lot, a lot of people search that on the internet. <laughs> Kate Upton Blackface. The only thing sexier, sexier than Kate Upton doing the cat daddy dance is in blackface. You know what I want to see? Hello, my baby. <laughs> well, there's nothing I could do. You the, could you could run lines from your favorite horror movie, and we could guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Let's hear it again. Come on, let's hear it again. Outtakes of my uh, <laughs> <laughs> sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the water. There's a little splashing going on. No, you're hurting me! No! <laughs> wow. Wow, I didn't know I got down like that. <laughs> it, sounds, it just sounds stark as audio, you know? Yeah. It just sounds stark. Mr. Perry standing before you was caught red-handed showing feelings. Showing feelings of an almost human nature. <laughs> Order at the court. Order at the court. Before the court is incontrovertible, there's no need for the jury to retire. In all my years of judging, I have never heard before 
of someone more deserving of the full penalty of law. The way you made them suffer, your mother, your teachers, your wife, and the audience of the Far Podcast, fills me with the urge to defecate. Since, my friend, you have revealed your deepest fear, I sentence you to be exposed before your peers. Tear down the wall. Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag ist vorbei When Uncle Satchmo sings his lullaby, Baba Tototunti says, Ich träume von dir, And I dream of you, Bleib immer mein großer Freund, Yes, I do, Die Sonne.